Welcome to the Rich Feet Podcast with Dr. Tanisha Richmond. This podcast is sponsored by the Richmond Foot and Ankle Clinic, where they specialize in happy feet. Each episode highlights the best of Dr. Richmond's radio show, providing bite-sized clips of advice. Let's jump right into the show. Dr. Richmond, thank you, Jim. Dr. Richmond, it is such a beautiful day. Oh, thank oh God. My God. You've got a wonderful day to do footsteps for life. Yeah, be outside. Well, after this, go play in my garden or plant some flowers. <laughs> so this is probably the best day that we've had in terms of weather, sunshine, yes. since all the whole COVID situation happened. Yes. And um what would you suggest, and, and I know people have various things they would like to do, but still playing it safe and keeping in mind social distancing, what would be some great things to do outdoors today with the feet? Well, just go outside, generally. <laughs> I've been telling a lot of my patients, especially people who live alone, to go outside, go for a walk. If they have a pet, take their pet with them for a walk. If they have a porch or an area where they can sit out, you know, in, in this part of the country, we are vitamin D deficient. So since we're coming off the winter months, you really want to get out there and make some natural vitamin D. And then it's also good for your mental health. You know, with this being in the middle of this pandemic, this is a very stressful time. And we need to find peace and tranquility by any means necessary. <laughs> That's not going to cause you to have a drug overdose or do something else that can harm you. Mm -hmm. You know, you need to find a way to find your, your place of peace. And maybe we may be going to, back to church sooner, but of course that is up to the governors. Decide if we can go back to church and do different things that bring our normal life back. But I think people now have to understand this is our new normal. Uh, I just came from Myers and I had on my mask and I was watching all the people with masks and then people without masks. And I was just like, four months ago, I would have never thought, you know, you, you have to wear a mask and do all these different things. But I mean, this is, this is our time. This is, this is our new normal. So I think, but I mean, of course, if you're going to go out and walk, you know, you want to wear a good pair of shoes. You want to wear some tennis shoes not too worn out. If you're having heel pain, arch pain, you need probably some orthotics in your shoes, which are the inserts that support the arch, the soft tissue of your feet. I'm, I am getting a lot of people coming in with a lot of arch pain. And what's that relative to that? I, I guess a lot of these factories, luckily around here are hiring. Amazon is booming. <laughs> They're working 24 seven. I hear Molly's working seven days a week. Some of the other factories are, I mean, are, are running and these people are working 12 hour shifts. They're staying, you know, I tell people we weren't designing <laughs> as I always go back to the beginning. So we, in the beginning, and, and that's interesting that you would bring that up. So how many hours can a human safely stand on their feet without taking a break? Is it I would say three, I would say three to four, take a break because your soft tissue how much do you weigh? So you have to think the pounds of pressure that's on just the 26 bones of your feet and soft tissue of your foot. So, you know, if you're standing and then you're standing in one place, and then I know sometimes the factories will give you the, the little cushions to stand on to give you a little bit more cushion. But I mean, if you're flat footed, say you're extremely flat, so you don't have a good structure 
to stand anyway. And then you're standing in one position for four to six hours. And then if you're neuropathic or diabetic, that's another problem because you could develop blisters, calluses, sores that you may not even feel because of being a diabetic. So it, it's something that you need to be aware of. I've now seen a lot of people, especially the factory workers, they're coming in with a lot of foot pain because mm -hmm. the economy is starting to ramp up, especially in the manufacturing jobs, and they're working some long hours. Yes, yes. And then if we do have to find ourselves, Dr. Richmond, on our feet for various hours in excess of what's considered normal for us, what are some things that we can do at home until we can make that appointment to have you I suggest like natural pain relievers. There's like things like aspirin you can buy over the counter, capsaicin cream. We actually sell like real time pain cream, which is an all natural pain reliever. When you get home, if you're not diabetic, you can soak your feet in a little Epsom salt warm water. Give yourself a foot massage or request someone else to give you a Somebody foot massage. <laughs> But the main thing is proper shoe gear. If you don't have orthotics in your shoes, we do have over-the-counter orthotics in my office that are $30 a pair. You don't have to be a patient to get those, but it's suggested that you at least be seen once so we can talk about different styles for you. But that's the mainstay is having something in your shoe to help support your tissues and the arch of your foot because that's what's taking the brunt of the pressure and then, of course, if you're diabetic, most most diabetics should have diabetic shoes, and those come with diabetic inserts as well, so they can move those from shoe to shoe, too, as well. Okay. So we talked a little bit about, and this is available in your foot boutique, correct? Yes. Now, can we start there and talk about all of the wonderful <laughs> items that you have? And you have lots of items. In there yes, my foot store way. is growing. Yes, and it's wonderful. <laughs> I mean, can you kind of go throughout, give us a visual in, in our minds as you go from one side of the room to the other and share with us all okay. of the great things that's in your foot boutique. Okay. And your hours, by the way. Okay, so my hours are pretty much 9 to 5, Monday through Friday. In the foot boutique, we do have jewelry. We have paparazzi jewelry, which is $5 for all types of jewelry. We have hand sanitizer. We do currently have a $5 size, $3 size, and $10 size. I think $10, 12 ounce. $5 is like four ounces. We have diabetic socks through Eco Socks. So we have diabetic socks. We have compression socks. We have regular socks. We have, we do have a couple diabetic inserts from when I used to do shoes myself that are just $10 a pair that you could come in. I also suggest those for patients who have, that are older, who've lost what's called their fat pad. So that means if you feel under your med heads, which is right under your toes at the front of your foot, if you feel bone there and it feels like there's no padding, that means you may have lost your internal fat pad. So in that case, I suggest softer inserts like the diabetic inserts and some of the other styles I have. I do have dress shoe orthotics as well. I have children's orthotics. So I have orthotics for children, I think for one and up. And then I also have inserts that help with pigeon toe, pigeon toe, pigeon toe gate, which is in toe and gate. 
We have medicated toenail polish. We have athlete's foot products, warts products, scar products, all kind of hammer toe, bunions, corn, pads, different pads that can actually help straighten your toes while you wear the pads, toe spacers, lotions, <laughs> tea tree oils, foot soaks, and foot wash. And I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a number of things you have yes. available. Now, people have talked a little bit about the tea tree oil. Can you share with us what that's used for? So tea tree oil is antifungal, so it's a natural antifungal. So actually, one of the remedies I suggest for patients for their toenails is mixing tea tree oil with a Vicks Vapor Rug, which is both naturally antifungal. They're not as strong as prescription medications, but... Some some medications like the Lamisil, which is a pill, that's a prescription. I have to monitor your liver. I have to do blood work for you to take that medicines. And then some of the prescription medicines are now not really being covered by the insurance plans. And then also, I forgot, we do have antifungal toenail polish, which is different colors that we sell in the office as well. And we do have a line of products that's actually at half off. And I think it's 75% off. And we do have some tan diabetic socks and compression socks that are half off too. No one likes tan socks. Why is that? <laughs> I, I thought don't. it was white socks that no one likes. No, okay. they don't like tan. I have tons of tan socks. <laughs> left. Are they are they at a discount? No, yeah, they're half they're, off. Okay, half, half off. off. Okay, great. Yeah, they actually was working on putting up, we need to put up a sign for that, for the store. So what I've tried to do with the foot boutique is basically bring Amazon to the patients for anything related to the foot and ankle. So that's what I've tried to do with the foot store. And oh yes, and our spa is back open. The governor allowed the spas to open, I think back on the 15th. So we are open again. We are right. accepting patients again for the foot spa. And what's that process like? So they just call and schedule. So I think we do four spas a day because it takes about 30 minutes. So you're taken to a private spa room with a massage chair, private. You have music, you have lights, and then we do your foot soak, which is a foot soak, foot scrub with pumice stone, pumice stone scrub, massage, and lotion. And then I will come in and do your nails or calluses or see you for a basic exam if you are there to see me. We're also on Groupon uh, as well, so you're not required to be a patient to do the spa. So the spa is $20. We do have a 3 for 30 special where you could pay up front for 3 for 30 or you could just do $20. And then also on your birthday, you can get one half off as well. So if you have the three, and how often would you suggest for them to come? Like once a month? Yeah, once a month. Okay. Or some patients just do it when they come. Like for nails and calluses, it's every 63 days. So they'll just schedule to come to the foot spa 30 minutes before they're scheduled to see me. Okay. So by the time they're done with the spa, then I come in and see them. Because all the spa rooms are set up as treatment rooms as well. Okay, and how is that experience, or how would one compare the foot spa to, let's just say, a regular pedicure? Because they're not the same. No, right? they're not the same. Okay. We don't paint nails or anything. I think they like it better because you do have the privacy of being in a room by yourself 
and then you also have the choice of your own music and then you have the same person who's my medical assistant Larry he pretty much does all the all the foot soaks and foot spas so I think it's a comfort level and then the fact that you're at your doctor's office and if you and generally when people are getting those foot soaks and scrubs they always have some kind of foot question <laughs> But medical question. So, you know, they always have a question about something. So by the time they're done, then I come in and we just do a complete visit and finish everything up. And I think a lot of patients, especially my older patients, it's kind of their their trip, their field trip for the month or whatever to get out and get pampered safely and, you know, actually just get physically touched because we lose, we forget a lot of the elderly patients never are touched by other people mm-hmm. ever because they live alone. Their husband or wives are deceased, you know, and then, and especially now with COVID too, people just don't want to come out, but you know, we're all where all my staff wears masks. I wear a mask. So we're constantly cleaning. We have tons of bleach and Lysol. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's, I think it's comforting to come out in that environment. So what are you finding when you assess their feet when they come in for the foot spa? What are some typical things you usually find? Just a, Most of them just a routine stuff, nails, calluses. We're peaking now. Athletes foot season is now peaking because it's getting warmer. So I'm starting to see a lot more athletes foot. People need to start looking between their toes, making sure it's not getting white in there, not starting to turn colors, especially if it starts turning green. That's not a good thing. That's a bad bacterial infection between the toes. Or if you start getting odor, that could be a sign of bacteria or fungal infection. So that's something that should be addressed. I keep hearing, I think I hear something about some onions and some, I know it's the apple cider vinegar and some garlic and (laughs) some other home remedies. Somebody asked me about, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I was not trained on onions <laughs> for callous debridement. <laughs> so interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's just that time of year. I think people are now starting to look at their feet again. You know, our feet have been locked up all summer. And then we went through the whole thing where the spas were closed. So we weren't getting our nails and feet done. So now everything's out and about. And you're looking down and you're like, oh, okay, why is this nail turning color? Actually, one thing I did see, which I don't see a lot of, is something called a melanichia. So that's a strip of pigment. It's like a line of color. It can be in the fingernails or the toenails. And it's usually only seen in African Americans or dark people or maybe people of Middle Eastern descent. So that is the melanin from your skin growing out into your toenails. Generally, that's not fungus. It's not really anything you per se can do for it because it is your nail. But there is a case sometimes of something called melanoma, which is a form of skin cancer. In that case, you worry about melanoma if that strip of pigment is going into the skin, like at the tip of the nail. Mm -hmm. It looks like it's bleeding or like ink staining the nail. You worry about a melanoma. So I did see a young female, actually this past week, we did do a biopsy. We sent some of the nail clipping to the lab and to make sure that the melanin in her nails was normal and the not abnormal cells. So yeah, if you're starting to see different things in the nails, not 
normal. Like um, if you're seeing bleeding under the nail, that's signs of hematomas, which means you could be hitting your foot. And if you're not remembering hitting your foot, that's probably a sign of neuropathy. You're not feeling the pain. I usually see that more in diabetics okay. patients. I'll see the hematomas and different things. Now that we, we talked about getting out, a beautiful day-to-day, um, holiday weekend. So what are some types of shoes that maybe you can speak of that's best for those not that may not necessarily run, but they may walk or they may decide to go to the gym and just kind of get out a little bit? What's the best type of shoe to be looking for? Well, you just need a sturdy tennis shoe with a nice, you want a nice, thick, uh, floor of the shoe, so a nice thick sole. It can have some kind of insert in there. I know one patient was telling me, what's that stuff? The softer inserts. I can't think of the material. It's usually in Skechers, the little soft padding type stuff. She was going back and forth with me on that type of material, but generally you have to figure out what works for your foot. So if you can run in a basic tennis shoe you have no foot pain no arch pain no knee pain no back pain you're okay but if you run and you can't do it then that's when it's time to come see me because then you may need something additional to support your foot like some orthotics in your shoes to give you more support or to balance you out Mm -hmm. like sometimes i'll see patients who have what's called a limb lift discrepancy one leg is longer than the other and I have to order them like lifts or give them a lift to balance them out. Because over time, that can affect your hip, right? Well, it, it can go all the way up to your jaw. It's just mm-hmm. like a house. If the foundation's off, the roof's cracking, the ceiling's cracking, things are falling mm-hmm. because you're not structurally balanced. So any kind of minimal being off balance could, yeah, it could go to your hips, your back, your shoulders, your jaw. I mean, migraines because you're off because every time you hit the ground you hit it incorrectly so everything's off i see that a lot sometimes with people with like scoliosis after people have had knee surgery sometimes they're off or if you've broken something like an ankle for a major ankle break they can be off after that if they've really broken the bone and sometimes when you have a severe ankle fracture they may have to take bone from other places to reconstruct your ankle and different things like that. So they can sometimes throw you off that way. But, but yeah, the main thing is wearing something supportive. Like you can't go running in flip flops. (laughs) You got to start off in a basic tennis shoe. And if you're out and about, if you're going to pick up speed, you don't need to be in flip flops or sandals. If you know you're going to be walking Pretty fast. You're taking your dog for a walk. Put some tennis shoes on. I actually saw a guy on one show. He was climbing a ladder with flip-flops on and fell off the ladder. Luckily, he was okay. But he first thing he said is, I shouldn't have wore those sandals <laughs> on a ladder. Because <laughs> it's just not stable. And that's the same thing. Unless you know you're going somewhere where you're going to be casually walking. But if you know you're going to be picking up some speed and you're going to be out there for a while, you need a good supportive shoe. Okay. So that's important. And for those that like sandals, I mean, they can still wear their sandals. Yeah, but it's more like, what are you going to do in these sandals? I mean, if you weigh 300 pounds and you're going to decide today I'm going to the mall. But what if it's just they want their toes to air out? Well, their toes are going to air out and they're probably going to get some heel pain. (laughs) 
Because <laughs> they're not going to, because you have, because our bodies need support. That's soft tissue running across the bottom of your foot. You do have bones, but what supports the bones is soft tissue. So, and especially if you haven't used that soft tissue in a long time. So if you decide you want to go to the mall because they just opened up, you need to put on some tennis shoes. Now, if you want to go sit outside and have a drink and you're not moving, yeah, you can wear your sandals. But if you decide you want to go to the mall, you got to go to Costco, then you got to go to Walmart. You go into these big box stores where you're going to do a lot of walking. You need to wear some sturdy shoes because you might need be needing to come see me in a week or two. Yes. And, and speaking of coming to see you, I know there were some people that asked a question about something called shin splints. Yeah, that's generally from runners. Okay. Yeah, shin splints is, there's a muscle that runs across the, the front of the bones of the leg, mm -hmm. and that's usually from runners, and that's usually from them not being in good shape, okay. or they haven't stretched real well, or they're like running on uneven surfaces, like on an incline, or if their shoes are worn out and they're running unevenly, sometimes they can get shin splints. And then the way to prevent that would be to... Well, run on flat surfaces. If you're a runner, wear tennis shoes that are in good shape. Don't let them wear out. You probably do need to wear some orthotics in your shoes to give you more support. And then also do a really good stretch before you get out there okay. and hit the road. <laughs> you know, it's going on about 26 minutes after 12. It's hard to believe this time goes by so fast. But I know there are people out there that have questions and comments uh, relative to the feed, relative to getting out, getting some exercise, doing some things a little bit different than you've been able to do during this COVID-19. So if you have any questions or comments for Dr. Tanisha Richmond, you can give us a call at 937-457-1210. We will take your calls now. That uh, number again is 937-457-1210. And we do have a caller right now, so we're going to go to the lines. Uh, good afternoon, caller. Good. Good afternoon. Well, first of all, the first question when you're talking about calluses is first question is, are you a diabetic or a non-diabetic? And then the second question is, what are you trying to do with these calluses? Are you trying to remove the calluses, maintain the calluses, and then where are the calluses forming? So firstly, the safest thing to do for calluses, if you're not seeing a podiatrist, is to Use like a pumice stone on your calluses after soaking, taking a bath. There are so certain over-the-counter creams that contain a product called urea in them. That helps keep the skin soft. If you, well, it doesn't matter if you're diabetic or not. I would stay away from the cheese graters, that blade thing they use at the pedicurist. Wait, wait one second. Did you say a cheese grater? Yeah, that thing looks like a cheese grater. <laughs> <laughs> no, no blades, knives, scissors, other sharp utensils that you may find in your kitchen or garage on your feet. So, and of course, if, if you can't get your calluses off safely, especially if you're a diabetic, 
You should always give a podiatrist a call and let us do that for you. And you could always call the office at 937. That's a, pretty, that's a pretty painless process too. Yeah, it's just dead skin. Okay. And then, But I did have one guy. Ooh, that was bad. <laughs> he, he hadn't seen a podiatrist, I think, in two years. I had to soak him. But his calluses looked like uh, horns. They like stuck out like an inch from his foot. So I had to actually numb him, block each callus so I could trim it. But I told him once we did this and he came routinely, kept a routine that it shouldn't get this bad anymore. But it was a process. But we do do soaking in the office, which is a free soak where they just soak you with the Epsom salt mm -hmm. and the water for like 15 minutes. And we do that for nails and calluses. That helps me and it helps the patient. Now, as far as a bunion, the only way to get rid of a bunion is surgery. So that is, you have to be taken to the hospital, put to sleep. You're down usually from an hour to two hours and they actually take a bone saw, cut the bone, slide bones over, put in a screw, sew you back up. You're usually off your foot for four to six weeks. If you don't want to do that, then I suggest you go to more like a mesh type shoe, uh, more like a sketcher type material shoes. Stay away from leather. And men, stay away from Stacey Adams because those are narrow shoes and they're they leather. So good. Well, they're going to hurt, especially if you got bunions and hammer toes. It looks so good, but it's going to hurt so bad. <laughs> yes. Well, you can come to my office. I have lovely hammer toe and bunion shoes. If you just got to wear them, that you can prep your feet for these shoes. But yeah, you can't get rid of a bunion without surgery because that is actually bone. Okay. So those bone, them bunion shields and different splints and things, they'll hold the toe straight as long as they have it on. But as soon as they take it off, it just pops back. Okay. I'm sorry, Dr. Richard. You got to give your phone number too. And by the way, can you give your email address and your website? So it's 937-228-3668. My website is richfeet.org. If you're an existing patient, you can go to the schedule an appointment or request an appointment tab and actually schedule yourself an appointment. And we also are doing telemedicine as well now. So you can actually, if you need to do a telemedicine appointment, we are on the HALE, H-A-L-E, health app too for telemedicine. My email is richfeet, the number one at Gmail. So there's different ways to contact us, but the easiest way if you're existing is to go online and schedule yourself because our since the virus is slowing down, we're getting pretty busy in the office right now. Okay, great. We hope you enjoyed today's show with Dr. Richmond, sponsored by the Richmond Foot and Ankle Clinic. The clinic is located at 1323 West 3rd Street in Dayton, Ohio, zip code 45402. To book an appointment, call 937-228-3668, or you can learn more at richfeet.org.